Welcome to Eris Cat Herbs, my journey to becoming a clinical herbalist. This podcast is mostly readings of our blog posts. To find more information, including a member-only area, visit www.eriscatsherbs.com. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Athena Herder, or Eris Cat. Really quick, let's get the disclaimer out of the way. The statements made on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. It's Stop Food Waste Day. Since this affects so many things in our world, I thought we should take a moment to talk about it. When I first started writing something for this day, I was going to just give you guys an update on the meal plan we've been using, but in the back of my mind, the question, what is food waste really? What does it account for? Does it include throwing out excess food that you grew? Of course, what does one do when they have a question? Google. Down the rabbit hole, I went and it was an interesting one. What did I find out? What is food waste and why should I care? According to WWF's article, Fighting Climate Change by Preventing Food Waste, today an estimated one-third of all food produced in the world goes to waste. That's equal to about 1.3 billion tons of fruits, vegetables, meat, dairy, seafood, and grains that either never leave the farm, get lost or spoiled during distribution, or are thrown away in hotels, grocery stores, restaurants, schools, or home kitchens. It could be enough calories to feed every undernourished person on the planet. The WNWFP puts it in terms that are a bit easier to understand. Roughly 30 to 40% of the food supplied in the U.S. is wasted, which works out to more than 20 pounds of food per person per month. That is a lot of food not being consumed or used in a viable way. One would think, given what we see on TV, that there is a food shortage. From these articles, it seems there isn't a food shortage, but instead a mishandling of food issue. Not only is all this food not being consumed, but it's also creating other issues, like the amount of carbon dioxide it produces. As the WWF points out, about 6% to 8% of all human-caused green gas emissions could be reduced if we stop wasting food. In the U.S. alone, the production of lost or wasted food generates the equivalent of 32.6 million cars worth of greenhouse gas emissions. As if this didn't say enough, the UNWFS's article 8 Facts to Know About Food Waste in Hunger states, If wasted food were a country, it'd be the third largest producer of carbon dioxide in the world after the U.S. and China. Wow, this is a bigger issue than I'd realized. Why is this happening? We already know from the information above that a lot of the food is wasted during distribution in hotels, grocery stores, restaurants, and schools, which we might not have much control over. The last one on the list is home kitchens. This one we have control over. So what's happening in our kitchens? According to PELA, the most common reason for food waste at home are buying too much improper food storage, forgetting about food in the fridge, or simply cooking too much food, it's not consumed. Most of us probably knew this and try to reduce as much as possible in this way. The next nugget of knowledge many of us may not be aware of. 
Another common reason for food waste at home is tossing food due to a misunderstanding about labeling concerning the best date to use the food. The term best by date, use by date, and sell by date can be confusing. With the exception of infant formula, these dates can be arbitrary and are voluntary labels. They do not refer to the safety of the food. Instead, the dates refer to the date the food is still at its freshest and the taste is the best. Okay, go ahead and read that again. Yes, that is correct. The only date on food that is regulated is on baby formula. The rest of the dates are the manufacturer's best guess at when the food won't be at its best. What can I do? A simple yet very helpful tip is to label all of your food with the date you purchased it. With this information, you can use the free app created by the USDA called Food Keeper. It can help you determine how long things last from the time of purchase. If you're in the food business, here are two programs that may be of interest to you. The United Nations World Food Program Zero Post Harvest Losses Project sells low-cost, locally produced green silos to farmers and provides them with training on post-harvest crop management in five key areas, harvesting, drying, threshing, solarization, and storage. EPA's Food Recovery Challenge offers participants access to data management software and technical assistance to help them qualify and improve their sustainable food management practices. Participants enter goals and report food waste diversion data annually to EPA's data management system. They then receive an annual climate profile report that translates their food diversion data results into greenhouse gas reductions as well as other measures such as cars off the road to help participants communicate the benefits of activities implemented. EPA provides ongoing technical assistance to EPA's Food Recovery Challenge participants to encourage continuous improvement. Many websites can give you suggestions on how to stop food waste, including the ones referenced in this post. I have found many of them unhelpful, so in the next session I'll talk about what I do. What am I doing to stop food waste? A few months ago I signed up for a meal service. They send you everything you need to make meals. You can read about it in the post, Every Plate Loving It. This has decreased our overall waste, not just our food waste. When I decided to try Every Plate, I was sick of the what's for dinner issue. I hadn't thought of the other perks that we might get out of it. Before Every Plate, I would throw out a lot of food every other week before doing the shopping trip. They send you almost everything you need for each meal. There are times when there might be some of the ingredients left over, but it is so little and so rare. This means I have a lot less in my pantry or refrigerator taking up space and rotting. The meal plans are based on the number of servings. This is nice since it means there are rarely leftovers sitting in the fridge to rot. My family doesn't seem to be big on eating leftovers. I also give each person $30 a shopping trip for their own food needs. There are always other options in the house, but this is to ensure that they eat what comes into the house, and it has worked wonderfully. To get the freezer and refrigerator under control, I added boxes. You can get them at Walmart or Dollar Tree. Each shelf has two to four plastic clear boxes to hold everything. 
This makes it easier to get things out. You can pull the whole box out and it's great for making sure that you're using the old stuff first. Bonus, things don't get lost in the back of the refrigerator or the freezer anymore. I also have these in the pantry. That and glass jars. So what do you do to stop food waste? Thank you for listening to Eris Cat's Herbs. I'd like to give a special thank you to Duncan for the music you hear on the podcast and to Deborah J. Brown for the hand-drawn artwork you see on the website, which you can find at www.eriscatsherbs.com. Thank you again for listening to Eris Cat's Herbs, and I hope you join me next time. Till then, take care.